Hello and thank you for listening. My name is James Schofield, founder and minister of James Schofield Ministries and the host of the James Schofield Ministries podcast. This episode is giving us something new to the podcast, and that's going to be the introduction of a series. And I wanted to start utilizing series because, you know, there are some concepts uh, in the Bible and just in Christianity as a whole that can't really be downloaded in just one single podcast episode. So instead of condensing everything into one simple episode and, uh, you know, risking missing out on being able to explore uh, these concepts a little more broadly, uh, I wanted to start introducing these uh, series. And this uh, series to kind of start it off is going to be called The Minister's. And I wanted to go over this because uh, when we think of ministry and when we think of, uh, you know, what a minister is, we tend to just think about the pastor that is up on the stage giving the message. So kind of uh, the the face of the church, uh, you know, lead pastor, when in fact ministry isn't really that. That pastor up on the stage is, of course, uh, a minister. Uh, but if you look at ministry itself, and uh, you know, as an example, our country, uh, the heads of state typically are secretaries. So you know, we have the secretary of education, for instance. Or if you look at other countries, they're not called secretaries; they are actually called ministers. So instead of secretary of education, you would have the minister of education. Now that's not saying that that person in that country is a uh, religious person. Um, So why are they called the minister of education? Well, minister uh, as a definition, uh, as a noun, it's of course, it is of course a member of the clergy, uh, but it's also a head of a government department. And why is that? Well, because as a verb, to minister really just means to attend to the needs of someone. So that could be, uh, you know, the pastor up on the stage giving the message. He could be ministering or uh, attending to the needs of someone uh, religiously. But of course, uh, that minister of education is now attending to the needs of, of course, people who, well, need to be educated. And so I kind of wanted to dive into uh, what ministry is. And with this series, what also I'm going to be doing is uh, having guests on the show who aren't necessarily what you would consider a stereotypical up on the stage uh, minister. Because, you know, I think that it's kind of important that we recognize uh, that ministry comes in many different forms. Before I have these people on, though, uh, let, let's go into uh, the Bible and let's figure out what ministry really means according to the Bible. So starting off right with the first book, Old Testament, in Exodus, uh, we start to see the action of ministering. Exodus chapter 28, verse 35, uh, it says, The robe will be worn by Aaron whenever he ministers and its sound will be heard when he enters the sanctuary before the Lord and when he exits so that he does not die. Exodus chapter 30 verse 20. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister, 
by burning an offering to the Lord. They must wash with water so that they will not die. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 5. For the Lord your God has chosen him and his sons from all your tribes to stand and minister in his name from now on. In 1 Chronicles chapter 16 verse 4, David appointed some of the Levites to be ministers before the ark of the Lord to celebrate the Lord God of Israel and to give thanks and praise to him. So you're starting to see a pattern, right? Uh, when we're talking about ministry or ministering in the Bible, it tends to simply be in servitude of uh, being a minister for the Lord. But, you know, if we if we continue on, uh, we can see that sometimes that's not always just the case. So in Romans uh, chapter 15, verse 27, it says, Yes, they were pleased and indeed are indebted to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual benefits, then they are obligated to minister to them in material needs. So to minister to them in material needs, if the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual benefits, wouldn't it be the other way around? So wouldn't they minister to them with spiritually? No, that one it says in material needs. Another uh, way to look at it is uh, in the King James Version of the Bible, uh, it gets a little more... Um, little more literal with with how the translation is it's not uh you know made to be understood as easily but if we look at acts chapter 13 verse 2 it says as they ministered to the lord and fasted the holy ghost said separate me barnabas and saul for the work whereunto i have called them so it says in the beginning as they ministered to the lord so when we think of the word ministry in uh, the biblical context, we typically think of somebody who is uh, providing uh, the Lord's service or that maybe is teaching somebody about the Lord or, or something along those lines, right? Uh, you know, even in Exodus, it shows that, hey, when somebody's going to be a minister or they're going to be ministering to people or when they're going to be doing something like that, uh, you know, they have special things that they're doing. But, uh, you know, it typically is like that. But in this one, it says, as they ministered to the Lord. Wait a minute, though. Why would we minister to the Lord? Why would we teach the Lord? Why would we uh, have a message to the Lord like like you would see in the church? Uh, and then uh, in the New King James Version of the Bible, uh, the, the one that I read uh, for that has little titles uh, in each uh, little passage uh, uh, going through. So in Luke uh, chapter 8, uh, the title of that chapter is Many Women Minister to Jesus. So again, when we think of ministry, we think of serving people uh, by providing the gospel and things like that. Well, Jesus obviously is the one who brought the gospel down to us. So why would we minister to him uh, when he's the one who is giving us this ministry to begin with. And the reason why is because in the Bible, ministry has the exact same definition that I gave you in the beginning, where with ministry, it really is just to attend to the needs of someone. And, you know, in, in the church, 
ministry shouldn't just be limited strictly to giving uh, a verbal account of the gospel to somebody. Uh, in the church, um, I'm, well, I'm going to say it again. In the church, ministry should not just be giving a verbal account of the gospel. And why do I say that? Because, you know, again, when you think of church, that's what you think of. You think of, uh, you know, I go to church, I can hear the message, I learn about God, and, you know, I may do some worship and things like that. But at the end of the day, ministering in that church, the ministry of that church is not just about providing that verbal account of the gospel. The ministry of that church if they are properly applying ministry, should be simply to help their community and to serve their community, to attend to the needs of their community. And it's not just the people who actually come to the church, but a true ministry of God is to attend to the needs of everyone, not just the people coming to that church. One thing I'm proud of at my home church is that uh, we do provide a ministry to the entire community. Uh, you know, at, at the tail end of the summer, we did, um, you know, like a summer kind of uh, fling where, you know, people were able to unwind and really have that kind of last hurrah. But they also handed out, you know, backpacks with supplies for the kids coming, you know, that are going to be going to school. Uh, we did free haircuts. Uh, you know, before then we did uh, summer movies. And the movies weren't just, you know, Veggie Tales or, or something strictly Christian. No, we'd show movies like Moana and, and movies like that for the community. And another great thing too, is a lot of times when a ministry of a church is doing something, there's always, uh, at the tail end of it, you know, you're getting a Bible tract or you're getting, uh, you know, a sermon in the middle of it or something along those lines, right? Well, what's great about my home church that we do when we're doing these movie nights or when we're doing this, uh, you know, back to school kind of summer fling, uh, it's not, Hey, and by the way, here's this Bible tract. Hey, by the way, I need to give you this sermon. No, we we didn't even cover anything that had to do with the gospel or anything like that. And the reason being is because true ministry, again, is not just about providing a verbal account of the gospel because the gospel is not just the verbal account that you read in the Bible. The gospel is not just the books of uh, Mark Matthew, John, and Luke. No, the gospel is action. The Bible uh, shows the gospel in a written form, but if you're reading it, what is the gospel really? The gospel is really an account of the actions of Jesus. It's not just what he was saying to everybody. It is what he was doing, and the true form of ministry is is attending to the needs of someone, not just by talking to them, but by doing. And that is what the gospel truly is. The good news, uh, which is what the gospel is translated into, what the good news really is, is not just that Jesus has come and Jesus uh, is establishing this kingdom. No, the true good news is that Jesus has come so that way we can provide the kingdom of heaven on earth. That way we can give our little version of the kingdom here on earth for everyone. And so 
the reason why I want to have some of these people on, I'm going to have somebody who comes on uh, that does ministry simply with uh, uh, community and with connections. I'm going to have somebody who comes on uh, to the podcast that does ministry by uh, doing creative directing. Uh, I have somebody uh, coming on uh, with that creative directing uh, to show that ministry isn't just about verbalizing. It's also about actions. And, um, you know, I can't stress that enough. And with ministry, it's not just limited to uh, an agenda of trying to show or trying to get somebody to learn about the gospel. Because at the end of the day, true ministry is simply about helping. And, you know, we went over uh, in previous uh, podcasts, we've gone over uh, compassion and how compassion really isn't just pity, it's also empathy. And part of ministering is having that empathy and uh, understanding and being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes that show, hey, they really need help. It's not, hey, they just need to know the good news because that comes after the help. Because if we're truly living out our gospel and we're truly providing the gospel through some to somebody through action that is really where it's going to be at that is really where people are going to be able to come to Christ because they're going to realize you know why is this person helping me because you know we're very inquisitive people as as human beings we're designed to be inquisitive so just by telling them the gospel that's typically just going to create uh, a mentality of oh okay you told me great you know, cool. Thanks for the help. All right. Bye. But if you're consistently living out the gospel through actions and you're consistently ministering to people by attending to the needs of them, they're eventually going to be the ones to come to you and be like, you know, why are you doing this all the time? Why are you helping me? Why are and they're not going to say this because they don't think about this, but why are you ministering to me consistently? And that is when you can start to explain what true ministry of the gospel is. And so that's why I'm going to have these people come on. And and these guests, I'm hoping, um, are going to be able to provide uh, kind of a framework for what non-traditional, stereotypical, pastor-up-on-the-stage ministry looks like. Because the other thing, too, is when we think of ministry, it's very uh, it's very face-to-face. You know, you think of ministry as the pastor on the stage, very public figure, you can see everything that's happening. But the thing is, is what you don't realize is, again, you know, I'm going to have that creative director uh, come on the show to talk about creative ministry. When that pastor is up on the stage and you're looking behind him, what do we see? There's a projector uh, showing a graphic for the message. When the worship leader is up there uh, playing the songs, you know, how how are you up there reading, you know, understanding the lyrics? Well, when you're looking up there, those lyrics are sitting up on the screen. And how's that happening? Well, that's happening because there is a minister up backstage or, or you know, upstairs you know, working the computer and making sure that you can see those lyrics. They don't just happen on their own. And so, you know, it's very important to realize that ministry isn't always something that you're directly going to see. Ministry sometimes happens without you even realizing it and without you thinking of it. And that's another reason why I wanted to do this series because I, I really feel like we need to bring this out into the open and we need these people who don't necessarily always uh, have a direct uh, or, or 
have a direct impact uh, on somebody, that they are still impacting them behind the scenes, and that is still ministry in the purest sense of attending to the needs of someone. You know, the person uh, up on the stage, the person giving you your coffee and donuts, the person who is letting you be able to worship by knowing the words to sing of that brand new song that you've never heard before in your life is a form of ministry. So that's kind of in a nutshell uh, what this ministry series is going to be about. Uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to give uh, this short little introduction to it. Um, I'm going to be uh, recording these uh, these ministers uh, in the coming weeks and getting them out onto the Saturdays. Uh, the first one is going to be about uh, the the uh, connection uh, community minister, and then uh, the week after that, I'm going to also have on the uh, creative. Uh, minister. And again, I'm using that term, you know, we have people who are the creative director, but really in a sense, he is the creative minister. He's providing to the needs of the community creatively. And so, you know, I want you to think about that when you're in church uh, coming up this Sunday. I want you to think about that when you're sitting there and not just listening to the pastor, but you're looking at the different graphics that are coming up on the screen. You're looking at the Bible verses that he is reciting up on the screen. You're, you know, getting your coffee in the morning. You're uh, seeing the person opening the door for you. Uh, if, if you're a church that has the people in the parking lot that are directing you where you need to go, you need to start thinking about those people, um, you know, start, start getting the mindset that they are ministering to you. They're attending to your needs. They are the ministers of the church. It's not just that pastor up on the stage. It's not just the uh, leader of worship leading you in that song. Those are not the only ministers. The ministers of a church are not even just the staff. The ministers of the church are those volunteers who are giving you the directions in the parking lot, who are handing you your coffee, who are giving you a program if you're at a church with a program. It's the people who are giving you the lyrics up on the screen so you can praise. Keep that in mind that everybody there is a minister. And the other thing, too, is that you can also be a minister of the capital C church just by day to day trying to make the life better for other people. It could be even something as simple as going and when you're getting your cup of coffee, instead of just looking down saying, I want my, you know, triple shot espresso, caramel macchiato, uh, venti. Uh, order, you look up at that person and you thank them. Say, hey, thank you for providing me this coffee. and Or even just asking them how their day is going. That could be you ministering in your own way. And so I'm hoping that, the, like I said, that this series is going to kind of help get that mindset and, and really be able to explore what ministry really in a sense is, and I'm hoping that at the end of this, you'll get a better idea of what true ministry is about, and I'm hoping that you'll be able to apply that to your life, that your life should be of ministry as well. So I want to thank you for listening to this introductory episode of the Ministers uh, podcast. This Saturday, uh, this next Saturday coming up, uh, as I said, we're going to have our first guest on the show. Uh, her name is Carmen, 
She is uh, helping with community engagement and uh, with, with connections, really focusing on the connections in the church. So this is going to be our first minister on the show, and I'm really hoping that you'll tune into that and uh, just just be able to strike up this conversation about ministry. So until next Saturday, once again, I really hope that we keep this conversation of ministry going. Thank you for listening to the James Schofield Ministries podcast. And if you like what you hear, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You'll get a new episode every Saturday, but the conversation doesn't have to end there. You can go to Facebook at Schofield Ministries and either leave a comment or send me a private message and keep the dialogue flowing.